happy Monday, happy Monday, happy Monday. And happy season three of the Charity Movement podcast. Um, This season, I decided to change a little bit of the name of the podcast and make it Mask Off. It is a page out of my book, Take Off the Mask, and it really embraces what I plan to do with Charity Movement even more, which is dive into the lives of women and families who have gone through struggles throughout uh, their lives and throughout being parents uh, and talk about how being transparent, talk about being genuine in order to be made whole. That is my desire for all of us is to be made whole and to walk into everything that God is calling us to. Okay. I'm so happy that you guys joined me. I hope that you guys uh, really, really enjoy this season filled with interviews and uh, testimonies as well as just a little bit of my lifestyle and behind the scenes of what I do on an everyday basis. And so again, I say welcome. I'm so excited. I I feel like I have not been uh, with you guys. I have not been in front of a camera in a long time. So let's get into it. Um, today, I really wanted to talk about something that has really been on my heart for a while. Um, and it's been something that God kind of took me back to as I was preparing to come back into charity movement and go back into the workforce and things like that after having our son, Kendrick James. Um, I really wanted to talk about, you know, really being your best self in 2022. Okay. So, Every year, we start off saying, okay, this is going to be my year, uh, new year, new me, everything. Um, but a lot of times we forget the inward parts, right? And we know the Bible tells us that, you know, God tries the reins and he knows our hearts. So he knows the things that are broken. He knows the things that we are struggling with. And he knows the things that we need to overcome, right? Even when we don't realize it, we might be in perfect shape. We might be exercising. We might be eating right. We might have, uh, you know, flourishing relationships with other people. But at the end of the day, we realize that we don't really feel anything. We are not completely whole. We are not content. And we're wondering why. Well, I am going to help you Be your best self in 2022, okay? So, mm -mm -mm. as we go into 2022, I want to really help us hone into loving, accepting, and walking in everything that God has called us to be, right? So for a lot of us, when we were growing up, we probably were declared as weird or an outcast or you were just different. And for me, always growing up in church, I was the church girl. I was overly sanctified. I was all of these things to the point where I wanted to be the opposite. So I was doing a lot of things. Uh, throughout my school years that I probably would never have shown or told my parents because it would have embarrassed me. But it was because I did not know who I was and I did not embrace uh, the calling of God on my life at an early age. And so that's why this first point is believe in who you are in Christ. It takes me back to the book of Jeremiah chapter one, when Jeremiah was being called as a prophet and the Lord was just telling Jeremiah, before I formed you in your mother's womb, before you were a thought in her mind, before she desired to even have you, 
I knew you, I called you, I ordained you. And sometimes even in our prayer with God, even in our communion with him, he has to reassure us of those things that we already know in him. We already know that he's called us for a purpose, right? We already know that we are to live holy as he is holy. Uh, We already know that there is a certain way that he wants us to move. There are certain goals that he wants us to reach. So why do we stray away from it? It is because a lot of times we don't believe it. And this is why we have to pray that prayer, Lord, help my unbelief. Because a lot of times we cut ourselves off of all the promises of God simply because we don't believe fully what he said. If we truly believed what he said, then we would never try to second guess his plan. We would never try to accomplish goals on our own strength, but instead we continue to kick the pricks. Why? Because we still have that humanistic side where sometimes we just want to know that we know that we know that things are going to work out the way that the Lord told us to. And sometimes we, in all honesty, don't want to wait. So we have to go through these processes We got to go through these motions until we stop and say, okay, God, I'm going to believe in what you said. I'm going to have faith in what you said, and I'm going to wait till it happens. It's as simple as that, but it never feels that simple, okay? Um, And another thing that really keeps us from believing in who we are called to be is fear. The Bible tells us that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And a lot of times we realize when we are anxious, right? And we are fearful and everything is causing us to be in such an uproar. We have to realize that that is the cause of fear, right? It brings torment. It allows us to get to a place where we don't have a soundness of mind, which means that we do not have any peace in our minds to the point that it's chaos all around us, right? We're walking down the street and there's 50 million thoughts going in your head of what you can't do, what you're not going to accomplish. And God is just saying, just trust me, just take my hand. I'm trying to help you. And I've already shown you the plan. All you have to do is walk in it. But sometimes it's hard. I know. I know. It's hard. It is so hard. But God is going to do it for us because We just have to believe in who he is. So my second point for you to be your best self in 2022, you must do better once you know better. Okay. And this quote by Maya Angelou, she once said, do the best you can until you know better. Right. Then when you know better, do better. It is our responsibility as God's children, that when he teaches us something or his word says something or the spirit gives us discernment about something that's in his word that he told us, um, it's important that we do it because to know and not do is sin. That's what the Bible says. And so we have to be so conscious of when we are aware of something that we actually go forth and do it. For example, if you know that a red sign at the end of a street is a stop sign, you've already learned that in kindergarten, you've already learned that in preschool, you learned that in driver's training, but as an adult, you're running late for work, 
and you decide I'm just gonna run this light because it'll take it'll shave a minute off of me being late and then I can get to work on time well just the time that you decide to forget about this stop sign that you were aware of what it meant that is when the police occurs and abruptly comes right behind you and asks you for your license or registration all of those things and ends up giving you a ticket why because you knew better but you didn't do better and a lot of us get to a place in life where we know we should be doing better in certain things we know that we should be consistent we know that god has called us to do certain things and even for example this like the lord allowed me he, he allowed me the time to really get away from social media and doing a lot of things in ministry so that I can concentrate on building, you know, on him building me up to prepare to have baby number two. And if I had not taken that time away, I truly believe that my recovery would not have been as blessed and as peaceful as it has. Yes, I have had struggles. Yes, um, the enemy has tried to come and bring a lot of those things that I've overcome back on me as a mother of two. Uh, but God has really been consistent with me. He's really reminded me over and over again of the, the battles that I fought and that I've won through him the battles in my mind that we fought and that we've won. And it just makes me even more confident in knowing better. And so I do better. I don't allow the enemy to beat me up in certain areas. If it's something like at the end of the night and I don't finish dishes because I was taking babies a bath and holding this one and consoling this one and comforting this one or spending some quality time with the other, uh, I, I don't let it bother me. I just say, well, in the morning before everybody gets up, I'm going to do the dishes and then I'm going to get the day started because I know better and I'm going to do better. Point number three, we are not looking at haters all 2022. We're not doing it. We are not doing it. Tyra Banks once said that I am competitive with myself. I always try to push past my own borders. That really hit me. Because a lot of times, you know, we see people or hear people say all the time, like, I ain't worried about my haters, every all these haters, 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 okay? I, in all honesty, don't know of any haters. And if I did, I would not invest any time in it because it doesn't do me any good. I don't get any money from these haters. These haters probably don't subscribe to my channel. Uh, these haters, <laughs> these haters probably are, you know, not not doing anything worth benefiting my life. And if I'm not praying for those people, or if I'm not, you know, trying to witness to them or anything like that. I don't have time to think about it. That's why the Bible tells us to think on these things that are true and honest and just and pure and lovely and of good report. Because if you start thinking about all the possible people that could not like you, it will make you paranoid. It will cause you to have distrust toward everybody. It will start planting a root of offense in you and causing you to have such low expectations of people that you should trust, that you don't trust, um, that you are you find yourself alone by yourself and it's unhealthy. It is an unhealthy mindset to always look for haters in your life. It is so unhealthy and it it makes you blind 
to people who actually care. It makes you blind to those people that God actually provided to you as a village for you. Just think, if all David saw was King Saul coming after him, talking about him, ridiculing him, putting him down, hating him for not doing anything toward him, he would have never been confident in God enough to say, you said I was going to be king. Okay, I'm going to be king. I'm going to believe you, God. If he would have allowed uh, a Goliath, his hater, you know, if we want to call it that, if he would allow Goliath to cause him to be stagnant and fearful and scary like everybody else, the Philistines would have took over the entire nation. When you concentrate on the negative, you will never allow yourself to really embrace and appreciate the positive that God has provided. If you always look at the fact that it's raining today and it's so rainy and it's so dreary and it's so gray and it's so this and it's so that, you will never appreciate the fact that the rain is giving nutrients to the ground that's going to cause there to be food, there to be uh, uh, nourishment for your body. I mean, or you can just pay attention to say that the rain is, you know, it's preventing you from having to go to the car wash because your, your car will be clean or at least wet enough to wipe some of that um, for us, that snow and that ice and that dirt off. Just a thought. But um, in all seriousness, we really have to take control of our over our minds and we have to allow ourselves to be made whole, allow ourselves to be healed, and allow ourselves to grow. We have to mature. We have to do better. And, you know, really thinking about haters, them always being on our minds is not going to do it. Point number four, don't fool yourself. Take off the mask. If you want to be your best self in 2022, honey, my beautiful sister, my handsome brother and God, you have to take off the mask. In 2022, we have to go to God and tell him, God, I really need you to show me who I am and those areas that I need to be made whole. You cannot fool yourself into thinking that you are okay when you're really not. This is why we have to be honest. We have to be honest with God. That is the only way that we'll be mature. That is the only way that we will go throughout this year and really accomplish all the things that we want to accomplish. We want to be great. We want to do all these things. We want to open up a business. We want to go back to school. We want to have children. We want to do these things. But there's so many things that we've put in a closet that we don't want to revisit, that we don't want to overcome, that we don't want to bring up, that we don't want to confront head on because we are fearful of what will happen next but what if that next thing that occurred caused your breakthrough what if you taking off that mask of fear and worry and doubt and pride and unforgiveness what if taking off that mask and not fooling yourself anymore causes you to be happy causes you to be content causes you to cry all of that all of that stuff out and feel free that's God's desire for us his desire is 
good and not of evil to bring us to an expected end. You want to be your best self? Take off all that dead weight. That's why the Bible says lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily besets us. We got to let it go. All that weight is holding you down. It is preventing you from being honest with yourself, being honest with God, from being honest with those that you love. Who wants to go through that forever? We want to be free. We want to walk into the calling that God has, has, has for us. The calling that God has for us is perfect. It is without blemish. It's foolproof. So all you got to do is get on the bandwagon, take off the mask, and be made whole. The last point that I'm going to make is to have friends, you have to show yourself friendly. Okay? So all of us want friends. Whether you admit it or not, whether you like it or not. We talk about haters all the time. But, but, but what we really want are friends. Dependable, consistent friends. And a lot of us that always talk about haters, and I say us as a general public, but a lot of us that talk about haters all the time, it comes from a place of pain, a place of void where somebody may or may not have hurt us, a friend that we let into our lives and in our inner circle and into our personal life hurt us or did something dirty toward us. And now we don't trust anybody. Now we don't want to give ourselves to anybody. Now we find ourselves always resentful in relationships. Now we find ourselves in a ton of failed relationships because we don't want to admit when we're hurt or when we're vulnerable or when we want to be dependent. But this year we're going to be different. We're going to walk in the fullness of God. We are going to walk in holiness. We are going to walk in favor and we are going to have friends. You need some friends. I remember making a post during uh, the beginning of the pandemic, like, you need some real friends. If your friends can't tell you the truth, you don't have real friends. If you can't call your friends for prayer in the middle of the night, you don't have real friends. If you can't call your friends when you don't have a ride or when, you know, you're down or you're feeling depression kind of creep up on you or if you need food or if you need money, you don't have real friends. You need some friends that you can depend on. You need some friends that will fight for you in the spirit. You need some friends that will intercede on your behalf. You need some friends that will tell you when you're wrong. You need some friends that will knock you off your high horse. You need some real friends. But in order for you to have real friends, you have to show yourself friendly. That means that for some of us that are stuck in our ways, thinking that we are, you know, we have these great personalities, you might have to check yourself because you might just be a meanie. <laughs> you have to check yourself it is okay to go back to the drawing board about you we are all in a place of being refined by god we are all on the potter's wheel and so we all need to evaluate and examine ourselves to make sure that we are who we say we are if you're nice oh you're so sweet okay well you need to be sweet all the time or at least most of the time you need to be the same. You need to be consistent. You need you need to treat people right. And so that will cause you to gain friends. I have gained so many friends within the last two years just by being my authentic self. My goofy, witty, funny, spiritual self. I just I just went in being myself. 
And in my mindset, it was either people are going to accept me or they're not, but I'm not going to change who I am just to be accepted in a room. When there are, there are stadiums waiting for my personality. There are churches waiting for my devotion to God. There are people that are waiting for my passion. They're waiting for me to do what I'm called to do so that they can be their best because I'm at my best. And when I say you can be your best, I mean your best for right now. Of course, we all grow. We all mature. We all get better. We all you know, are more refined as years go by. But I know somebody needs you. Somebody needs me. Somebody needs us to do what we were called to do. So the question is, are we going to be our best selves in 2022? Are we going to do it? Please let me know what point you need to work on or that you're currently working on. I hope you guys enjoyed this video. Uh, please like, share, and subscribe. Um, share it with somebody that needs to know and needs to be encouraged to be their best self. I'm very, very excited again about this season and what God is going to do. I hope that you're excited too. And remember that the only one stopping you is you. See you soon.